Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I like pineapple when I'm in Hawaii. I do. I like pineapple when I'm in Hawaii. Who gives a shit? But not really when I'm here. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's 90 Day Gate. Let's love. Y'all, this is Happily Ever After, otherwise known as Hi. Hi. Hello, everybody. This is 90 Day Gays. It is 90 Day Gays. My name is Matt Marr, a.k.a. Maddie. And I am Jake Anthony, a.k.a. Poodle. Do I, I forget, we don't always introduce ourselves. We on should the, be better at it. Well, I know we don't do it on the on the Patreon episodes. We also aren't good about reminding people, and I'm going to now. Y'all, sign up for our newsletter. <laughs> we do. It's going to go out probably uh, in a couple days. Yeah, we'll I try to make it go out of the first of the so, month. Yeah. So sign up for our newsletter. We need to come up with uh, things to say in there. <laughs> yeah, we got to do it. Jackie's already on us. <laughs> Don't you like it when we're like, sign up for this. Yeah, we need to do that. Yeah, we need to do that. <laughs> Put that to the... <laughs> so some of you have been posting on social media. Oh my goodness, Lalu is going on a break. The guys, there's been infight- what are they going to do? There's been infighting in the squad of they deserve a break versus no, give me more. <laughs> Just cock pigs. So this is goes out to everybody. Give me more. Give me more. I feel like something sounds weird. Oh no. Um, but for everybody, we're going to let you know that um, that um, we're going to do it for a, it's going to be for our patrons, but it's a Patreon poll. Don't and pop. And we're going to do it for our patrons that Patreon poll. Yes, where they can decide. I'm not loud enough. If we're going to do, you are. It's already clipping. They can decide if we're going to do either a, what is it, Poodle? Option A is. Option A A is either we're going to, they're going to go off, I think, for four weeks. Uh Love After Luck Up. And uh, option A is. We do the life after lockup couples from season two. two. They're checking on who we don't Which know. You don't really know. Um, and we'll kind of meet them for the first time. Exactly. Uh, 
And if we do that, y'all have to promise to say, y'all should talk about, remember when they did this? And we're like, no, we haven't no, seen it. No, we haven't seen that yet. So don't come at us with things we don't know. Um, or option or, B. Option two. <laughs> I like to confuse Jesus. it. Option B, uh-huh. we will do, every week will be a bi-curious. So we'll do four different shows. If you've been jonesing for us to uh, to uh, do a show you've always wanted to do, and we're doing marrying millions, and you're in the pay. We're doing that Already. one for sure, and you're in the Patreon, and because we'll send out this poll, it'll be for anybody on the on the eight dollar and up tier, but we'll send the poll out to everyone, let everyone vote. Yeah, and so if you're um, if you want to have your vote heard, vote in the Patreon, and if you want to vote and you're not in the Patreon, then just pay five bucks and you can vote. <laughs> That's how it works. Simple, just like in this country. Yeah, pay, you pay five dollars to vote. It's basically what black people have had to do for <laughs> centuries, but we won't make you take a literacy <laughs> test. No, a poll, poll test. A poll test, yeah. yeah. Literary literary test. Test. Literaries were back in the, yeah, way back. Yeah. Anyway. A, poll, a poll tax. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, y'all, everybody should have the right to vote. That's all we're going to say about that. <laughs> Is that controversial? <laughs> I don't think so. I hope not. <laughs> anyway, so um, that's Actually, it. Some the, people don't believe legal immigrants should have the right to vote. Let's not get into that because <laughs> we don't talk about politics. So, y'all. You just said you just said about black you said people. Voting, you said voting's not political. It's not. So see, I'm just following your lead. You fucked it up. No, you're you're talking about what I talked about on another show. The Dick Riviera. <laughs> I Y'all like it in my head all day. I like it how whatever you say is not political, but what I say is always political. Yeah, uh-huh, that's how it works. <laughs> Because I guess it's isn't it nice to be able to pronounce something however that you think you want to? You could tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> you literally have a section called Poodles pr- Poodles proclamations. proclamations. Well, they are true. They are true. So I think that's all of our announcements, right? Uh, yeah. Nothing the else? by curious is marrying millions this Wednesday on yeah. Lifetime. Yes. Um, and we're gonna do so. This is hey, and then and the episode have, drops on Friday, and we're having a two-hour. Tomorrow the other way? Is it two hours the other way, the finale? <laughs> or maybe I'm thinking of Love After Lockup. I don't know. Y'all, we're just going to keep on going. All I right. think it's, no, the mid-season finale of Other Way is tomorrow night. Oh, okay. Or no, okay. tonight. It airs tonight. Oh. We're taping this on Monday, you guys. Uh-oh, someone's shaking it off because they just got home from recording <laughs> High Holy Day music and they're drinking. It was a long day. It's been a long fucking day. It's all right. All, all right. right. Let's jump in. Uh, let's jump this in. Is, Season 5, episode 15, we're getting in there. And then Something Poodle and I relate to. The title of this show is called What Poodle? I don't know. <laughs> Compromising Positions. Oh, Compromising Positions. Ooh. Boy, that could be both of our memoirs. Nowadays, I do not compromise my position. No, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Let's jump into our first Lonely Heart. Let's talk about Larissa. Larissa. Uh, so, everyone's favorite... Uh, Basically, everyone's favorite feminist. Um, <laughs> she's funny setting, it's ironic. setting the women's rights movement back 300 years, Whoa. Larissa. Uh, and uh, they're, they're, he, she and Eriki are going with her friend, I assume her fake friend, Heather, who Who's, just is her friend because she's bought so much Botox from her. Yeah, Heather works in injectables. <laughs> I love it that that's a whole brand that, of work. That's what she calls it. Hi, I'm Heather from Injectables. From Injectables. 
She sounds like a fucking Pixar character. So anyway, Heather has had some work done. She's yeah, she looks. Her face is quite smooth. It, uh, she looks. You know, she's, she said she was forty five. Oh wow! Yeah, she's a good forty five. Yeah. Um. So Eric is in the back, is like saying, "Yeah, doing all hand motions." Like he does so want, many hand I motions. I want his boobs to be like the biggest they've ever been. Get the biggest size. I want like full cannons. Like y'all, this is the dead honest truth. Eric talks about about boobs like the way gay guys talk about boobs. Bing, Swear bing, to bing, God, bing, 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 bing. which in I don't a very think he's in a non-sexual he way. Bi. But I don't think he's. They haven't said that on the show. Well, well, on his only fans, he swings both ways, right? But that's I'm saying I, that's exactly. He's like, yeah, get him as big. I like him as big as they need to be. Yeah, I like to call him bajungas when I was a kid. I like those big bajungas. Yeah. He he talks about women's breasts as they are part of an amusement park. Yep. So they're mm-hmm. like something you like pay tickets to ride on. Yeah. And they're interesting. They're not erotic really at all. Yes. Kind of the way I, I think about women's boobs. But you don't die like in that new class action park <laughs> documentary. Someone dies. I've been wanting to watch it. You, you don't know anything about that? No. I know nothing about uh, it. Like eight people died. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not laughing at people's <laughs> people dying. I'm laughing at the idea that I've been to these places that I'm thinking someone's going to die. Well, you know, <laughs> someone died at Arbuckle Wilderness. They got gored by the buffalo, remember? Yeah. Come see the animals at Arbuckle Wilderness. The animals are waiting for you. Please stop. You can get gored by a bison at Arbuckle Wilderness. The animals are waiting for you. Do, do, do. Someone just <laughs> threw their phone. <laughs> they, they just, just got that out of their head. <laughs> I like it. Anyway, but yeah, classic. People, it's, it's good. People who have never seen this commercial, who have never been to Arbuckle Wilderness, have never heard the actual commercial, <laughs> are singing this theme song. That's why the world we live in is absurd, you all. I think like five years. Yes, it's true. And I it's think absurd. Five years from now, I could just do like if um, if the if the podcast gets if it does well and you get more famous and then leave me in the dust and I just am broke. I could do. I would op- never do that. I could do open air bus tours in Oklahoma of all the places <laughs> Maddie talked about. The problem is you'd have to go to Oklahoma. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. And not like Oklahoma City, y'all, where this this is in butt fucking Egypt. It is. You'd have to go it you'd is. have to go to the part where they like beat gay people. <laughs> That's true. And if they see like an Asian person, they go, Are you from China? That's also true. <laughs> That's also true. Oh But yeah. Um so anyway. Um, but yeah, Class Action Park. I want to watch it too. They're anyway, ridiculous. I like big boobs. I like big boobs. That is, he does say it the it's, way he talks. He talks about them like, or gay men or twelve-year-old boys. Like, there's nothing <laughs> about it that is like kind of like sexual. It's like, yeah, I like it when you look really good in this. It's also yeah. The also too the way he says in the testimonial. He says, you know, I'm skeptical, but this is what she really wants and. I'm fine with making this investment in her. And yes. I just want to say something, y'all. Getting your boobs done is not an investment. I don't think it's really an investment either. It's not an investment. And people say it's an investment in yourselves. It's like that really beautiful sneaky flower salesman with Angela who says, 
you know, tells you to upgrade yeah. your life. That bitch was <laughs> oh, smooth. What was her name? Uh, Co- I, Coho? Kofo. Kofo. She was gorgeous. I loved her. Kofo knew. Kofo, yes. I wrote Kofo, Kofo. was a smart mofo. <laughs> I know. Anyway. She's like, I'm going to upsell you. She knew how to upsell, <laughs> y'all. So anyway, I, I mean, I guess it's an investment in yourself if you don't feel great. But here's the deal. So. Like when even when the producer says, Larissa, do you think you're pretty? She's like, not now, no. Yeah. And it, we laugh at this at first, but Jake and I were talking about this before the show started. And we see when she goes to the doctor, like, um, this is not a good body image she has of herself. <sighs> um, it's full on body dysmorphia, y'all. I think so too. It's, it's it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch her talk aspirationally about her new body. Because she really does believe she's going to be okay as soon as she's she's going to all these feelings of inadequacy are going to go away as yes. soon as she gets her new body. Like when she literally looks at the mannequin and says, "I want to look I like want the mannequin." <laughs> I'm like, "That's not healthy." Ooh. Y'all, I'm telling you this now. If you're if you were if you were big and then you got skinny, come at us and let us know in the squad. Where did it give you happiness? Because I think a lot of people think. If I look this way, I used to think that when I was in my early twenties, I was like, I, "If I had abs, my life would be happier." I think no. you'll. I think a lot of times you'll feel better about your self-image. You but might feel healthier. Stays. Yeah, you might feel healthier. Yeah, like physically healthier. That's great. And you might feel better about your body, but it's not going to fix every problem you have. No, and it, and Larissa's problems are more than just how she feels about her body. Yes. Obviously, we see that. It's ironic, too, because for a lot of people that are overweight, to kind of deal with getting on top of their weight to be healthier, they have to work on their emotional issue of why they're, if it's not a body chemistry thing, but of why they eat or whatever. Anyway, y'all, we just want to say, love your body. We love it. You know, love your body. Be as healthy as you can. Yeah. Um, and if you're, if you're healthy, if you're, if you're doing good and you're health and you're health wise and you're, we, first of all, your doctor's always going to want you to lose weight, but boy, that's the truth. <laughs> boy, just um, want, if my doctor told me, you know, you need to plump up a little bit. I'd fall off the table, <laughs> but we're just saying be healthy and love yourself. Love yes. your body. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, so she wants to look like. Uh, uh, she wants to look like a, we we found out she wants to look like a blow up doll. And she wants yeah, she wants these big, high, round, fake tits. like floaties, floaties, <laughs> like pool floaties that kids. That's wear what she on wants her arms. boobs to look like. She also wants her nose to have a little. I think her nose is fine. Uh, it's just a it's a, it's a wider nose, but I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But even when she's at the doctor, and the doctor's like, "Yeah, you do have a big nose." Yeah, and I was like, Doctor Smith wasn't really the. <laughs> he was that upsell too. <laughs> yeah, your nose is quite large, it's quite bulbous, y'all. No one ever wants to be told they have a bulbous nose, even though I don't think hers is very bulbous. Now, I like it that you're telling me this, and you're telling them this when you've actually said, "Can I get a marker and mark up on your face what I want changed?" <laughs> <laughs> when you talked, when you talked about going to get surgery, yes, yeah. Well, just certain things irritate me about your face. <sighs> certain things <laughs> irritate me about your soul. <laughs> so we're fair. Can't change that. Yeah. <laughs> Remember uh, that, though, when you saw Nip Tuck for the first season? Yes. And he 
marked up Kimber and made her feel so shitty about her body. Remember that that scene? Because she is gorgeous. She's still around. She was on um, on something recently. She was good for her. Yeah, y'all. Nip Tuck. The first two seasons were incredible, and And then they went to L.A. and it went garbage. Yeah, when they go to L.A., just stop. (laughs) Just stop. (laughs) There was like half the season when they were in L.A. was decent. Stop it. Um. So basically, to book report it, Larissa basically wants to be choked by her own boobies. Yeah. Uh, she says, uh, "I want very fake. I very want fake. fake boobies, high tight, high tight, fake." And she's like, and then she tells Eric, and then we'll feel more off. So this is another thing why it really is a body dysmorphia. So the reason she and we get more detail in this, she really equivocates. I'm not attractive. So Eric doesn't want to have sex with me. Right. So if I get fake boobs, a fake nose, and I get more attractive, and she talks to Eric, she's like, eric will you be want to have the sex more? And he's like, yeah. Y- yeah, sure. I'll, I'll have sex because your boobs are bigger. Sh- th- yeah. And that I is guess so. Again, it was Ronnie like, uh. But at the same time, he doesn't want to say no because he doesn't want, because he knows she's... She's going to do it. It's going to make her feel better. So he can't. So he's in a weird place, too. He actually hasn't been. He could be way more of an asshole about this. And he hasn't been so far. I just want to say he's just the production bought him a V-neck in in every most unflattering color possible. They did. (laughs) They did. Another reason I don't think production really likes Eric. Uh, (laughs) Maybe. Maybe not. But he has like a V-neck. It's like every color that's really not good for his skin. Like, he had that kind of off-white in the first scene with the yeah, doctor, uh-huh. and then he was wearing that rust orange in the next scene. Was Same t-shirt. He's raking it in on OnlyFans, though. Uh, that's what He's, like, one of the top earners. Did you see that David and Annie make, like, $140,000 on I Cameo? Think a month from Cameo? Yeah, you jumped OnlyFans. I know, but Cameo. still, I mean, yeah. they're, y'all... We're on Cameo. It's just one zippered close to being on OnlyFans. <laughs> it's the same thing. We're, we're all we're all prostitutes. We're all we're, selling ourselves. We're all doing it. <laughs> Some sometimes uh, sometimes I'm selling birthday songs. Sometimes he's selling birthday suits. Eric Eric selling dicks. You know. I get worried. What if you get confi- confused one time and you're cameoing <laughs> and you think you're doing it as piano piano cat? cat. Yeah, that's that's a question. It's a problem. Post it on your I phone. Don't do, I don't do cameos past 10. Oh, uh, there we <laughs> That's go. That's how I know. That's how we know. I woke up with the Canon Cameo app on one time. I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> did someone see my junk? Is someone pregnant? <clears throat> anyway. Um, so they're at Dr. Smith, basically. They do convince her not to go the full triple D. Uh, not diners, drive-ins, and dives. It's true. <laughs> Go on Triple D. I'm Guy Fieri. You want some? You want some jalapeno pop pop and snap and poppers? My brother makes really good jalapeno poppers. He loves them. That, <sighs> but y'all, he's the most obnoxious person in the world. He is. Like I even like not in the world, but yeah, he's one of the most. He also is new show is hot. Uh, I haven't seen the his oldest son. one. He has a new show now that's called Guys Grocery Games. So they call that. Oh, it's not a new show. It's been on for a while, and I kind of like it. They and co- I feel like I need to st- shove my head in a toilet. Uh, 
<laughs> so there you go. But that one that I noticed they call Triple G. That's confusing to me. Your Triple D everything, and Triple G. Everything has a jargon. Everything is involved with a hand motion. Everything is righteous. Everything is like diamond studded. It makes me want to throw up. <laughs> the whole image. But you're still watching the show. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's like an Ed Hardy fever dream. <laughs> Everything about him. I see it's that. It's so awful. I see that. <laughs> there's just some there's something about the shows. He also fucks with these people on the grocery game shows. And you like that part? Part of me does. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. It's kind of like a little bit how you enjoyed watching people get slimed on Double Dare. Love that. <laughs> Or you can't You're do like, that on television. Look at these motherfuckers on television thinking they are some hot shit. Oh. <laughs> Every time they said I don't know and they got slime. Oh. <laughs> I wonder how I old would climax. That woman Chris with the dark hair is from you can't do that on television now. I do not know. I bet she's like a grandma. Well, and Al- I bet the old Alanis guy. is over 40. So and I bet the that old man is dead. I bet he's dead. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind that old man. Someone come at us. If that old man from You Can't Do That on Television is alive. My mother hated this show. Why do you want to watch this? <laughs> why did she not watch you like it? Because they were kind of irreverent. You know? They were. She, she, she knew they were, they were stretching you to not be a good boy. And yeah. someone else stretched me to be a not good boy. Oh! <laughs> I don't think that's funny at all. Uh, so they're, they went, they decide to get the double D's instead of the triple D's. Yes. That's where they compromise. And, uh, <laughs> really moving the needle. Uh, even though Dr. Smith says, I would have personally gone one back, but potato, potato. <laughs> Hope you don't get back problems, Larissa. Right. Uh, so they're at the, they're at the lingerie store and, uh, Eric, Eric e is basically saying he does a pretty good Larissa buzzing. Eric, e, you know, I he guess does. <laughs> he's got a lot of hand motion, but yep. he does. He's still doing Madonna's Vogue, y'all. He wants to be an actor so badly, he d- doesn't he? He really does. Yeah, he's in the wrong place. Well, uh, well, maybe wonder, he's not. Wonder what he does. OnlyFans. No, I'm talking about before this. I don't know. Wonder what er- y'all come at us if you know what Eric E did before he was showing off his dick. It's interesting on to me where everybody's y'all come at us. He's not attractive to me at all. You know, oh, for a Jesus. while I kind of thought he was, but because in in think about him co- compared to the, a lot of the guys in the Nine Day Universe. That's true. Like compared to Paul. That's true. Compared to I don't know Colt ugh. Benjamin. Com- God bless. Don't you think Benjamin just smelled like the fabric store at Walmart? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. There's yeah, kind of like a sour a... sweat smell yes. a little bit. There's not a lot he of really a huge track. dong though. He did. Benjamin Ben Benjamin a... didn't care. Benjamin had a huge penis. She didn't give a fuck. <laughs> um that was true. What just happened? I Where are we? Uh, so they are at the lingerie store, and she's like, Eriki, do you remember when we start to date and the love flame went down a little bit? <laughs> little I, think, 
it's because my boobs. See, she does. She blames herself. She blames herself. Yeah. And that's just like, y'all. It. And she then tells Eric that she wants, besides, she's like, after this, is this it? And she's like, no, I got to get lipo in the thighs, lipo in my stomach. I get it, and they're going to put it in my butt. Y'all, speaking of putting it in your butt, I'm going <laughs> to tell you, if you're with a man or your husband or boyfriend and you don't have sex as much and you think he doesn't want to fuck as much because I gained weight or I'm not as attractive It's a two-way anymore, street. Y'all, that's not true because men will have sex with any woman that will let them practically. That's true. If it's, someone was living in my house, yeah, I'd have sex I mean, with them. I mean, especially with quarantine, Poodle eventually would have sex with the woman. <laughs> now, he, he might make her, like, again, um, roll over on her stomach and paste chest hair on her back, <laughs> you know. But, you know, he'll figure out a way, and she'd have least, to wear a baseball or, cap. Or at least, yeah, she'd have to have a wear, wear a baseball cap. Yeah. Call me bro. And have a strap on for sure, of course. just for realism. That goes yeah. without saying. So anyway, y'all, I'm just saying that's not the reason. So no, there's more than that. More than that. So that's all I've got about her. But she does it's not say good. she did say uh, I'm gonna be good when I get my boobies. Be good when I get my boobies. Except for she just wants to get liposuction all on her thighs and on her stomach. It's like, and Eric is saying, I'm wondering where is this gonna end. And you know, I'm going to tell you this now, Eric. It's not. It's not going to end well. It's it's going to end film for Larissa, but Larissa's going to look like the Catwoman. Cat Jocelyn, yeah, what's her when name? she's 50, she'll look like Catwoman. Yeah. She's already like the the thing she posts on uh, Instagram is already too much. Even she now, filters the I, shit I didn't out of recognize things. her. Yeah, I didn't know who she was. She turned her nose up. She did get her nose turned it's up. Like an elf nose now. I um, like her wide nose. It's distinctive. It looks like her. Yeah. Um, should we move on? Sure. <laughs> Would you ever get a nose job? I wouldn't either. You know, I was, I was, I was, I, there was a part in high school where I did not like the way I looked. And uh, someone, I said, you know, nose job. And, and, and my mom's like, if you don't like it, we'll, we'll pay for you to get it. And then really? someone said to me, some, and then someone I kind of was talking about, and they're like, I love your nose. Your nose is sharp. People want sharp noses. That's what people pay plastic surgeons for. People yeah. don't like blunt noses. So then I, now I love my nose. Well, good. Because someone told me it was good. <laughs> <laughs> and so, better than other people's noses. And there so, we are. Then I'm happy. Then you're happy. Because they said a blunt nose... Um, uh, sharp nose, they say, is people read this. Was, this whole article they sent me, sharp noses read intelligence. Huh. Different than blunt noses. I thought it was bitchy. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. It all, you also look thinner. Well. Your face looks thinner. Y'all, whatever nose you have, love it. If you want to have a different nose, that's fine. But just don't get plastic surgery. Look, I've gotten Botox. I have fillers on my cheeks. We should but, get your nose thinner. But I know I love my nose. But we would not expect, uh, I would never expect those things. They don't make me happier. They no. just make me feel less old. That's true. What do you love about your nose? Uh, well, first of all, my singing voice. I don't want to change my singing voice. It would change your singing voice. And two, uh, my nose is, it's it's like a little bit with like, 
Because uh, yours goes down. Yeah, I, I like my nose. I thought it, it's uh, my mom has that nose. My youngest nephew has that nose. Oh, so it's who you so related like, to it. So now oh, okay. it's like when I look like at yeah, I don't want to not look like the people I love. That's fair. Yeah, you'll just you'll just cha- you'll just freeze your face. Yeah, I still look like <laughs> the people I love. I'm just frozen face. <laughs> but you still want to get all your you uh, you still want to like thin things out. I don't actually. When I got fillers, y'all, I got fillers just in my jawline to give myself a more jaw, big, better jawline. That's because I've never had a jawline. And actually, it does kind of balance out my face much. Even the plastic surgeon was like, good eye. And I was like, I have a good eye for this. But he said, uh, don't ever take the fat out of your cheeks. I said, I don't. And I wouldn't let him put too much filler in because I didn't want to look like a chipmunk. Because when I'm 70... I'm going to look so much younger because people that are thin have thin cheeks. They get those gaunt cheeks, and that's not going to happen. He's like, you're going to want this. I'm okay with gaunt. Yeah. <laughs> if someone said to me at at 60 or 70, you're looking rather gaunt, I'm like, thank you. <laughs> thank Jesus. You. Let's move Is that on. a compliment? To, let's move on to Paul. Hey, Creeny, uh, things aren't going very well here. Y'all, this things looks are like, not going very this well. This looks at all. like this is reflective of what we were hearing about recently. This recently, is the the shit's about to hit the fan. So, and apparently now, by the way, Paul says he's in Brazil. Karini's not. She's in like Indiana. Who knows? What? He's fucking lying. Why is he in Brazil? He's cleaning the house and getting it ready because he's so great. And why is Karini in Indiana? I don't. I was some shit place. Not that that Indiana. I was shit, but just some place. <laughs> <laughs> I would have said some California shit place. You, just some no, place. you just think all the Midwest is just. Actually, no, I don't. I don't think that at all. I don't think that about and, y'all. And Hoosiers are going to come for you. No, I was just saying some place. He was saying like some. It's fake. That's what I meant by oh. all that. Yeah. No, um, actually, I, I want to go to Indiana. I've heard it's gorgeous. Just not the food. Oh. <laughs> well, no, you said you were talking about not in Indiana, like chicken tikka masala. And we had people come for oh, your true. throat. Oh, that's true. And they're like, ah, there's this Some in agreed this with town. me and they said they didn't. No, but some a, said they didn't. It's a very kind of bland palette in general. It's like word art. Some people are coming for you on the word art. Very few. And some people are agree. Most, of the, I've, I woke up to a bunch of, uh, uh, not Facebook, but Instagram messages, thank you for coming for word art. Oh, I saw three <laughs> people today in the squad have posted their word art. And oh, said, I love I haven't, it. I've been, I've been, I've been away today. Oh, get in the squad. They're you coming. know what? I'd love to see they some word for art. It. Heather Torres comes at me about her accent while every goddamn week. Uh, is it good word art? It, that's a that, no, that's a hard term. To Someone say. literally has the cozy sign that you didn't like. <laughs> Shut the fuck and up. Somebody else has their other live, laugh, love. Oh, you need to throw that out. <laughs> I thought it was cute. You need to throw that live, they laugh, did it with love their pictures. out. It was cute. Throw it out. <laughs> anyway, that's poodle now, y'all. We'll you die on them. Take a step to not be basic. I liked it. That's that. Also, if you've got live, laugh, love, that's the first step of non-basic you need to take. Well, what do you think Karini needs to put on her wall to maybe make her place a little more palatable? I think it's too late for her. I think she needs to start all over. Which is, I think, what she wants to do because she goes to the attorney, y'all, 
And um, I put this. The, the attorney has a Portuguese translator. Yeah. And so. Um, who calls her Kareen instead of Karini. Who so I guess that's her name. Well, it, it, the Portuguese, it would be kind of a silent E, Kareen. Kareen. Oh, that's a pretty name. Yeah. Sounds a lot better than Karini. 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 Well, he, he actually says, when he says it, he goes, Karini. There's a little bit of almost an unaccented syllable at the end. Mm. He know, now knows how to say it instead of me and Karini. He's such a piece of shit. He's so, he's growing a little beard out now and he looks awful, you guys. He looks, looks like a little badger. You know what? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to insult badgers. <laughs> they, badgers true. are completely reputable. Some badger just popped his head and went, fuck you, poodle. Well, well I never. Yeah. <laughs> the nerve. The nerve. Uh, so she's at the, uh, at the lawyer's and she wants to know if she can take Pierre with her. She wants to know what her rights and are, And yeah. the lawyer says, yes, theoretically, you have the right. But I would advise you not to leave on bad terms. Because he has rights, too. Because the consequences, too. because if they, do, if they do get in a custody dispute over this. This was like foreshadowing, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, it, it, could, it, could be, it could be bad for her. It could be bad for the baby. Yes. So she's telling them. Basically, don't leave on bad terms because if you take your child out of the country and then someone wants their child back, that's going to get probably going to get the U.S. government involved because Paul would go to the authorities. He would. Yeah. And we know he would So, because the attorney tells Karini that and then as later on we see when Karini goes out, she tells Paul that she went to see an attorney and he immediately jumps to – Yeah. Don't forget, though, he brings her plantains. <laughs> they're, I wrote that they're not called plantains. Which is, that's the, uh, that's what they call dentine in Europe, plantain. <laughs> <laughs> Did they even make dentine anymore? I don't know. I don't chew gum. I'm sure they do. Maybe. Plantain. Plant, it's plantain. Yeah, it's plantain. But he said plantain. I got him some plantains. <sighs> Well, now, okay, so I asked you on some of y'all, come at me. Some people answer this in the sissy squad. But, y'all, if you're – I know we have some immigration lawyers in the – and I know it might depend on the state. Come at us because I really thought of – I know as a therapist, if somebody came, came to me and said, hey, we've been fighting a lot, then I would need to kind of lightly assess for – because being a mandated reporter – I have to report any type of abuse by law. I, I don't so, think that's that what this is at all. But I'm interested that some people, the squad said that attorneys aren't a mandated reporter. I don't think they some are. Some of them because of attorney-client tr- client privilege. But that cannot be true because there's therapist-client privilege. And if I'm a mandated reporter, if you come to me as a client and you tell me that your husband beats you and threatened to kill you, I've got to report she that. She did not say any of that. Uh, but but, let me, but let me, I would have asked more questions. Anyway, I was going to say, some, some sissies, though, said some attorneys are mandated reporters. I so. think if you're a domestic violence uh, attorney, or the thing is, I don't know if Karini actually uh, employed her. But there's a lot of, no, that's true. Yeah, I'm just, I'm interested because there is a lot, there's overlap in immigration. There's a lot of domestic violence I, in immigration I, cases. I agree. I don't think she gave this lawyer any bit to say we, that we were doing the, the just fighting. Yeah, and I wonder if this was the lawyer she ended up calling when all this shit went down. I do not know. Karini did not say, even though anybody with two eyes could see 
Karini does not like this man that she's with. Yeah. But she made it act like we are fighting. We didn't see the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So the way it was presented on television, I, if I was that lawyer, I would not feel uh, indebted to report it. No, there was nothing reportable. I would have been. I would have asked more questions. That's not her job. But well, no, I'm saying come at a sissy because some sissies, depending on the state, for some attorneys, even immigration, it it possibly could. If they're a mandated reporter, it could be their job. So I'm asking sissies that are attorneys. <clears throat> this is interesting because I see them as I. That would be an ethical, a That's moral a choice, a moral choice for her to report something with domestic violence. But if it's not going to affect her immigration status. No, there's some – so the way Mandated Reporter works, if you're, if you're in certain positions of, uh, that are either – can be public positions like teachers and obviously nurses and things yeah. like that. But also if, if you're in a position where someone could be seeking um, like rights or safety but in a legal matter even, sometimes that can constitute – depends on the state – Mandated reporting. Well, it's Kentucky, so, so yeah, probably just not. Read between the lines there. Probably I not. I just, I just feel like that's a really slippery slope. But that's all. Is that um, especially in? Because I think in California they might be, but it's California. Yeah, because a lot. Because there's, and I know because the the um, the law firm that I work at, we do pro bono work with the organization called Kind. That it's for kids in need of defense, and it basically we're defending kids that are trying to seek immigration status. Yes, and almost all of them are coming from uh, countries uh, that are a lot of them are coming from Guatemala, um, but are countries where the Sadly, it's almost like 90% like a mother with children and there's severe abuse. And so that yeah. it just so it just depends on what you, I'm just curious. So Yeah, I mean, I honestly don't but know. But you're right, it's Kentucky, so Karini's fucked. And I I did not see anything in this in now that she the attorney does not know what we know. So obviously. yeah, cuz as a is a uh, when I volunteered at a helpline and also therapist stuff, just as a mandated reporter, if somebody said the word fighting, I have to assess that and ask him if there's any, like, that's a trigger word. I have to say, has there been any physical violence? Da da da. What's it like? Have you been hit? I guess, Is there- I guess I'm thinking about her specified field of immigration. That's what she's qualified on, yeah. and that's her job is to handle Karini's immigration status and the laws therein. But uh, yeah, but uh, a lot, you know, because what Paul is doing, which is what happens a lot, he's trying to trap Karini in this country. Yes, because he's a piece I agree. of shit. So I agree. I'm just curious. Again, this is a subject we know nothing about. But I think she's she's there. She's there to say. So this is what he can do to have to this. She yeah. she was laying it out, and I think this is where this is where the law can get ethical and moral, you guys. And then the law is just the law. And I yeah. think that's what the lawyer was saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think Karini hired this woman. Because we would yeah, have gotten a lot more. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. With that. You could have a that. consult, you guys, and the lawyer will only give you the law. The, the law. law. The law. The lawyer will tell you what the law says. If you pay them, they'll tell you what to do. Exactly. <laughs> That's the difference. So I Poodle and I don't know this from experience at all. I have a feeling. <laughs> I have a feeling that if Karini had hired this person, um, we'd see something very different. Yeah. That's just me. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, I'm glad, though, she went, and maybe this was the attorney she called when shit went down. 
Because I now do not know. She is trying to leave. Yep. Ugh. So she comes back. Paul's brought plantains, <laughs> and so she says, it's "Like it's like a plantain combined with a saltine." Yeah, <laughs> that actually doesn't sound it terrible. Like banana taro-ish saltines. If you fried that in oil and then rubbed some garlic on it afterwards, I, I love, eat it. I love plantains, friend, especially with a with a with a anchovy on it. Be like a crunchy tostone. His breath is so terrible. Oh, don't yeah. you know? Mm. Like full on halitosis, like a sour smell. His lips just are just your eyelashes. His lips are a manifestation of his breath. I agree. Anyway. So uh, she's kissed him. Ugh. Think about that. I don't know. What do you think it's like when Paul's over you, just humping you and putting his dick in you? Um, don't you think that's I don't one of think the worst it. moments of your life? I think he can only. Uh, I think he can only do missionary. Oh yeah, and and it and it ends and it's done really quickly and it's done like a jackrabbit and he comes like guys that are in pain. Uh, that go uh, like, uh, 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 and then he gets up right after. <laughs> he gets up right after and has to take a full body, like purge Shower, himself. Yeah, yeah and scrub. you're dirty too. Yeah, and then he calls his mom. Yep. She's like, well, God damn it, Paul. I'm still <laughs> drinking my coffee. <laughs> I, what? Uh, no, I switched to coffee in the mornings. <laughs> yeah. Not my iced tea. Uh, so, of course, she says she says she went to go see the lawyer. And then I wrote, here we go. What do you mean? I provided everything. You left the house without you left the house by yourself. So, you guys, she's he's he's fine when he can go anywhere and kind of leave her captive. Like it's that yeah. it's that book, The Collector, all over again. Did you ever read that book? No, it sounds oh. pleasant. No, it's creepy as hell. I know it sounds. We read creepy. it. We read it in high school. Um, like a guy kidnaps a woman and then just basically collects her. They would have never let us read that at Long Grove High School, <laughs> ever. And it's like Miranda is her name, uh, like from the Tempest. They would never have let us read. <laughs> never. You know what? I read that in my world lit class with the crazy teacher who got fired for um, uh, teaching mythology later. I loved her. We learned a lot in that class. She taught mythology. Yes. Great mythology. In South Carolina. And got fired. Yeah. Y'all, <laughs> it's amazing that we're here. I guess she thought I would worship Hermes. Because, y'all, he was the gay god. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was like, hey, I'm running fast. Hey. Either, either him or Dionysus, who swung both ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dionysus. And Artemis was a big bull dyke. <laughs> she was. Even in Wonder Woman, the character of Artemis is like, I'm the... She's a badass. <laughs> I like that most of what you know from Greek mythology is all from Wonder Woman. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. Oh, really? Disney's Hercules. Oh! You know, I've never seen that movie. It's cute. <laughs> you provide a strong case. <laughs> the music's watch good, it. actually. Is that Go the Distance song that Michael Bolton sings? I don't care how far no, it's actually, if I can be strong. The best is, um, oh, the women sing. There's like, there's like the the chorus. It's like zero to hero. It's all, it's all just black women wailing. I loved it. That I that I've I've heard some of the songs, but I've never seen the movie. Isn't it Hades, James Woods? Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Super 
crazy Republican now. Well, he's well. Let's take out Republicans. It's not politics. He's <laughs> I just know. crazy. I know. Like, there's a difference. But no, some of the shit he says. I know, but I'm just saying there is a difference. People can nuts. be Republican or Democrat. No, they can be. But You're right. he's crazy. You're right. You're he right. He is crazy. You're right. You're right. You're correct. QAnon crazy. You know what? He made a good villain. He was supposed to be crazy. Uh, so where were we? Uh, so she's he's basically said, I've got my rights. Uh, I, I, I'm Crini. I don't want my son. You, I, I don't want my son going anywhere without me, friend. Uh, and then she says, fuck you. <laughs> she does. Y'all, they're done. The breakdown has yeah. happened. They're done, so. And then he's trying to hug her, and it's really that, hard to watch, okay, you guys. That's the creepiest part, is that she starts crying, and he, like, y'all. Like, this kind is, of folds into her. This is, this, this is, and we have seen it now, y'all, on 90 Day, full on. And I just, this is why we are still talking about Paul and Carini, because I want you to think about their trajectory and the way that Paul has been treated. And if you see any of your situation or yourself in that. You mean Carini has been treated? Yes. You have just witnessed the cycle of abuse. Yeah. That is what this whole thing is. Yeah, been. it's very, it's very uh, uh, Ike Turner. Baby, I'm sorry. We've never Baby, seen. I'm sorry. I'm we've sorry. We've seen him get upset, but we've never really seen this. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Forgive me. But the way he was like, yeah. forcing her to hug him. Yeah, it's creepy. And him saying, "I got you. Don't be sad. Don't be." Guys, and it's a, bad. And it's a abuse. minute before, he's like, "I'll prosecute." Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then. She'll forgive him. She said this many times. She's going to give him one more chance. He's on his behavior for like two weeks. Yeah. And then he brings home like fucking like some weird shit instead of getting a a job. (laughs) And then they fight again and it all continues. Can we say the biggest losers in this besides Pierre? Paul's dogs. They never get to go out. They never get to go out. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. We haven't seen him since. <laughs> what did he say? One of them's name was Linda. I think so. <laughs> um, I think it is time for a commercial break. Oh, I think so too. Shall we take it? Yes. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but... That all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my um 
important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash 
slash reality gaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Don't forget to share your song with us too. Songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Let's move on to move it on Angela and Michael, the umpteenth chapter of fighting, and I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. No, I was saying there. She's oh. saying I'm done. Oh, I'm saying I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with them. How I'm many, done with their storyline. I don't many, care. How many times can they repeat this same beat? It's literally the same fucking. Like now they're punking us. Matt Sharp. If any of you are listening, like either get rid of Angela. Or decide that Angela decides she's a lesbian, or we need a new story for Angela. <laughs> I, 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 hell, I'd rather I, watch her try to quit smoking. I feel like, oh yeah, that would be interesting. I feel like we're at a point when there's not much to be made, and I feel like when she signed up for this season, they thought they might get some kind of arc. I don't that know. was different, and. Then they're like, well, what can we make of this? I guess we can send them to a club with girls with their titties out and their butts. And they knew what she was going to do. I guess... Well, and Angela knew what to do. And I will say, I think there is a group of people who this who like this, that the audience, for the same people who like housewives behaving badly. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. According to our sissy squad and our Twitter, people are done with this. Yeah, I kind of agree. But at least the, the the housewives are kind of funny when they're drunk and stumbling. Angela's not. Like, I no. thought, honestly, the part of Angela I enjoyed was getting drunk, slutty dancing Angela mm-hmm. I was in the club when she was, like, rubbing up on it. I'm yeah, like, I was fine. Yes, get yours, Angela. Like, that would have been a way better episode if Angela got so fucking drunk. It would have never happened. I know. She has to act out because you said it. She's a self-sabotager. She is. She has to, she has to, if when anything is going okay, she always need to ha- needs to have uh, a reaction. Um, so they are, the first of all, you guys, before the club, before the club, uh, we meet Kofo the florist. Yes. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. And is the master at upselling. Has a gorgeous floral shop. Apparently. This floral shop was gorgeous. It was. And I didn't know this, but apparently there is a, like you have a birthstone, there is a flower for every month or whatever. Yeah. And so Angela wants the month, the birthday months of her, all of her grandchildren and kids to be in her bouquet. I, bo- bouquet. That's what you said. But yeah. Bouquet. No, I, 
I no, that's 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 another way of saying okay, bouquet. <laughs> <laughs> I know no, I'm making fun of Angela. Uh, she did say bouquet. Um, I think what you're meaning is that there's a birthstone. There's not a flower for every. Maybe there is a flower. There, no, for every I month, googled it. There is, but I think there's not a flower color for every month. Not a color. There's a flower. There's yes. a flower for every month. She wasn't wanting that. She was wanting a color, like a roses. She was wanting the, the birthstone color. Oh, the birthstone color. Yeah, that's oh, well, what I took it as. Y'all, there's flowers. I learned I have the gayest flower ever for March. It's daffodils, <laughs> which are beautiful. Those, if daffodils were alive, y'all, they were like. Hey girl, Hi. y'all want to come out to Mickey's with us tonight? Woo, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get fucked. I'm gonna get fucked. <laughs> I got a booty bump in my stem, and I am ready, <laughs> ready. to get crawled. You see this? See my face right here? All these ridges that cost. I means I look expensive. expensive. <laughs> what is that song? I remember singing that in choir. Fair daffodil. I don't know. Um, and irises are drag queens. Oh, that's true. <laughs> flower irises for are drag queens of flower world. What? Let's see what the flower roses for are. Oct- old ladies. October. I don't know. Month. What is my birth flower for October? Oh, J- January's got carnations. Ugh, God, I hate carnations. Um, Y'all don't ever give anyone a carnation. It's the worst flower. I love a good peony. Peonies are my favorite flowers. Well, it's not your month flower. It's a calendula. It's calendula. How do you say those? Oh, calendula. Calendula. That's yours, yeah. Okay. Like, kind of like a like l- daisy-ish. Ish. Yeah. That's fucking gay, too. <laughs> are flowers just gay? Um, I think flowers are, have zero sexual preference. <laughs> I even think though, that, too. Even though we tried to call daffodils gay flowers. But they are. You've seen them? Even their hands are like... Girl! <laughs> well, the flowers in Alice in Wonderland are gay. Yeah. You can learn about the things from the flowers, all <laughs> especially in the month of June. <laughs> and there's some da 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 Afternoon. Flowers swing all kinds of ways. They're freaky. Bees, deaky. bees just like get on the flowers bees and just do like it. and just like flowers leave. do it. They rub their legs and get like like flower cum all, which is pollen. They get flower cum all in the flowers. Let's get some cum. And then the flowers go. Oh, oh, oh! Thank you, bees. <laughs> wow. And then a little bit later, oh. there's a bud in there. Boy, it's less sexy than I think it yeah, is. Yeah, okay, I'm just letting <laughs> you get there. So anyway, the flower shop is beautiful, and she's doing these flowers. What are we talking about? Oh. Here's the deal. They're like, so the difference of the of the bouquet, of the bouquet, is they could do the medium size, which is like $65, or 75. the large size. 95 Yeah, 75 or 95 And Angel's like, the larger one. And Cause, Michael goes, Because I'm not oh. paying. <laughs> babe, babe. No, no, we don't have enough. This was totally scripted. This was it's totally 30 scripted. Bucks. This, that's why this was totally it's scripted. 30 fucking bucks. And then we see the flower ladies say, for for the most special moment of your life in your marriage. Not a lot to pay. Yeah, it's not a lot to pay. Well played, Kofo. 
She even upselled her before because when Angela said, well, I was married, but it was like 35 years no, ago. No, so this is this your, is your first, first marriage. marriage she basically hypnotized her like Sir Hiss. Even I almost was Robin like, Hood. Kofos Flowers, Nigeria, where can I buy? I was like, this is a, this is a lovely flower shop. Poodle would walk out of there looking like a fucking oh, Mary I would Poppins buy, I would buy so many flowers. I can't go to flower shops. Because you sneeze? Yeah. <laughs> I think, too, I would love to be at the place where... I could have like a fresh bouquet of flowers every week. I kind of want to do that. But flowers drive your allergies crazy. I know. That's why I can't do it. <sighs> During lily season, like Easter, I have to double up on my allergy medicine with churches. When I go in, my, my, I can feel my throat swell up. You were not meant to be outdoors. <laughs> it's true. You should get shot. I was. I I like being outside, you guys, but my body tells me I'm an indoor child. <laughs> I was not meant to be in the in the environment. So y'all, they get flowers, and then they pick up Angela's friend Jojo. Jojo, Jojo, who's way too normal to okay. be Angela's friend. She's way too fucking. Do we normal. think she's a fake friend? She's an no, FF. I think she's a real friend. Okay, so she's the normal one. Heather, yes. uh, Larissa's friend Heather is fake, just like her other yes. friend is fake. Yes, yes. Uh, Larissa's only friend is Carmen, y'all. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Larissa no, doesn't I have think, friends. I don't think JoJo's fake. I think she's a real deal. Yeah. Um, she lives in Texas now. She flew all the way there. Um, I kind of like JoJo. She seems pretty she down seems to nice. earth. I wish she would have maybe told Angela that she was overreacting, but I don't think anybody tells Angela they're o- she's overreacting. I don't overreacting. think you can. I think she's, y'all, JoJo's that friend is like, yep. Yeah, Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, girl. I get she knows, it. She knows there's no use to argue. Get it out, honey. Yep. I get it. That's you're a so good right. friend, actually. When you're, Sometimes. When, so- you're, when you're spiraling, you don't need to have someone check you. No, you don't need to have someone check you, but but it's sometimes good to have a friend to tell you you're showing your ass. Yeah, but you do that but later. But not in the moment. Yeah. You do that later. Um. So, they pick up JoJo. Uh... They do hear from Marley, the granddaughter, uh, Angela's granddaughter. She's like, I'm a little sad because I don't get to see you get married. What? She starts crying. Why are you laughing? Me doing the granddaughter's voice. The whole voice. time she was doing that, Marley, I just got the way it was spelled. I'm a little sad. I just thought it, it reminded me of Cheese Stick because then I thought of Marley, Marley. and me. And, it, I, and I thought, is Angela's dog calling? Ah, that's my favorite movie. I love weddings. They give away free treats. Marley and me. Didn't the dog die at the end? Yes. Spoiler alert. Is that what happens? I think it's punishment to watch movies where dogs die. Who was in that movie? Was Jennifer Aniston in that one? Yes. And they're like, Marley, did you poo? I, you know what? I, don't, I never saw that movie. I haven't seen it either. I, just I think it's punishment to watch movies where dogs are going to die. Yeah, like, I why just, would you watch that? I just assume it's one big poo shame for the dog. There was one part where the dog's like swimming in the pool and they're like, oh, Marley. Wee, wee. And then one time the dad shit in the pool and they blame the dog. <laughs> and then, yeah, that happens. It's just too. one like take after take of Marley and the Golden Retriever going, whoa. <laughs> People loved it. Because people are so fucking it's also basic. also like that Life of a Dog movie. I saw that movie on TV for like five minutes, y'all. If you liked Life of a Dog, 
you need to read more and watch better movies because that was some of the worst pieces of shit I've ever seen. Anyone who loved Marley and Me, you have word art. I'm going to say that now. And you know what? I'm calling you out because I want you to be better. I don't mind I know word you out. can be better. Maybe Marley and Me is good. Again, it's just the punishment it's of watching not. a dog die. It's not. You know it's not. It's like you see Old Yeller <laughs> once, and then when you figure out what it's about, what if you don't neither, ever see it neither again? Neither of us have ever seen it. It is when the dog does die at the end, right? We should make it one of our watching Let's chat movies. Let's look up. No I'm kidding, don't. Hey Siri, does the dog die at the end of Marley and Me? Uh, dog is euthanized due to incredible illness. <laughs> what? What? Wow. I think this is a Reddit thing. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, Marley dies. Really? Yeah. Marley Why and me. About dead dogs. Let's How move on. How does Marley die? Y'all, y'all this always, says something. Always ask Quora. <laughs> <laughs> when I come at us if you've asked Quora a question. You come know, at us. You know that. It's time for Angela to move on when talking about dogs dying is more interesting I than her I just need to line. read this. Oh, God. Uh, Marley and Me is my favorite movie of all time. Being a dog lover and a dog owner of the same breed, I feel a strong attachment to this movie. Marley was a Labrador, and he lived very happily throughout his life. But then there's a stage in everyone's life where we lose strength and energy. We get prone to disease. Same happened with Marley. His stomach twisted twice, and the best option to end his pain of that stomach twist was to make him sleep forever. That's how Marley died. <laughs> I have a feeling the movie was a little more artistic than that. Maybe. Stomach twisted. So yeah, to 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 answer that, y'all, none of you need to see Marley and Me ever because the dog died. Maybe maybe some people want to see it. It's like a good cry for them. What is your like? Because what you you have for you? It's like Keira Knightley movies when you need to cry. All of them, all of them. But when you need to cry, you watch one of those. Um, oh god, you know what I? I do not recommend this movie because it's brutal and disturbing. Um, the book Never Let Me Go. Uh, by the same guy who wrote um, uh, Reigns of the Day. Wait, the book or the movie? The book, Never Let Me Go. With Then the, the movie starred Keira Knightley. His, I cry, it's, it's weird, it's disturbing, and I cried my eyes out. Just, it's just, just despair. And, and you'll, and it, hmm. I, 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 you haven't read the book. It's, it's, it's disturbing topic, number one. The movie is because you see it's real is even more disturbing, but uh, the book is actually beautifully written and wonderful. What's it about? What's the disturbing topic? <sighs> um, it's about people. Do we need to offer a trigger warning? No. Okay. Um, uh, these people are cloned, basically, and they don't have real emotions, and they're oh. learning how to be someone else. <laughs> Y'all, so Angel's not getting married. Um, it's a riveting novel. Never let me go. Well, that's Poodle's cry movie. Come at us with what your I, cry I, movie is. I have is. a lot of atonement. I've wept. Um, Steel Magnolias, which I could not watch. Um, that's a motorcycle. You need to, you need to get that checked. We just watched Steel Magnolias, but I my power went out. Oh yeah. Um, what else is a good cry movie for me? Um, 
I can cry my eyes out at, of course, terms of endearment. Um, weirdly, weirdly, I cry all the Merchant Ivory movies. Remains of the day make me cry like a, like a faucet. Yeah, you're, I'm an I'm an easy crier. You're a gay man. I've never denied that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's true. Accurate. Uh, so you guys, they're going to go to the bachelorette party, bachelor slash bachelorette party. This is a mistake. It's a mistake even having one. Um, it's a mistake to go to any club that's called Rumors. <laughs> I actually wrote down, nothing good ever happened at a club called Rumors. I've got a rumor, started. <laughs> now, however, this is a nicer, because this is Rumors' signature. signature. <laughs> and I will say, they walked in, I was like, oh, this is a nice club. It's kind of like a scores. Yeah. It's a really, I don't know if it's a nice club. I mean, it looked pretty. I'm just, it was better than accused. <laughs> True. On Westwood, that place is dirty. Uh, this place is gross, you guys. Uh, but the whole, it's just, they're going rumors. to a club where there's women. <laughs> rumors, and, signature. signature. And Angel's like, all these girls are naked. Honestly, they're not. They're wearing tank no. tops and booty shorts. This is, has Angela never been to a strip club? These girls look like nuns. Yeah. Compared to what's at a normal strip club. And their booties are going. Their booties are like, shaking. She's she, getting she's getting ripped. She's getting ripped and they're dancing and they're fine. And then suddenly she's talking. Y'all, Michael's just looking over and looking at this woman shaking her ass. Hell, I, I would look at that. I don't even, I, I agree. I don't even know if he's looking at it. I don't think it was a camera thing, maybe. But it kind of looked like he was looking at it, but he kind of might not have been. It was just, and it just felt fake. This she probably wasn't even really mad yep. at him. She gets really I, drunk. You I guys. wouldn't be surprised. She was like, "Hey, the producer says, Michael, I'm gonna get mad at you," and he's like, "Okay, baby." I kind of agree. This, after this, I went, "This isn't real. This is all yep. fake." Yeah, I think their whole season has been all scripted. Let's move on. Except I don't want to spend Angela too much cried time. at the florist office. <laughs> that was <laughs> that real. wasn't yeah. Let's move on. I'm I don't. Done. I don't want to spend any more time on Angela. Y'all, our sections are going to get shorter and shorter with them. Um, Kalani and Asuelu. Okay, you guys. Uh, Kalani's kind of journey and uh, is definitely the emotional heart of this season of all of Happily Ever After. I love her. I've decided everything I had bad to say about her. I now take back. She. Uh, she is my everything. She she knows how to process her emotions. She does. She's aware of it. She's yep. aware of her power. Um, I the only thing I have problems with is sometimes she talk her tone with Asuelo is kind of bullying. But you know what? If I had to live live with Asuelo, I'd probably have that too. You know, I love her. I love her too. I I almost posted this because I had the question of it, and I want to actually ask this because I want to be delicate about it because I don't want anybody to think eight inches Jesus <laughs> I don't want to talk bad Sorry. about somebody's kids you asked uh, yeah uh-huh <laughs> um but her, I what broke my heart even more was she's talking to her mom in the hotel and like I mean it's maybe I guess that's all just young kids but I have friends that have young kids and I've never seen her kids are like 
literally, she has the older kid literally climbing on They're her. They're super needy. To breastfeed one. And they're, I just think her kids are very needy. Oh, yeah. Of her. And I, I have young I, friends that aren't like, so I, I didn't want to bring this up as a post because I didn't want people to think I was saying they're bratty. I don't mean that at all. I think a, it makes men go out to her more. I think a lot of kids are that needy. I, that I think, young? I, I feel like some aren't. I feel like she. <sighs> I, they, I say this. I just let me preface this real quick. I say this because not as a criticism for the kids. Yeah. It makes me feel for her even more that she has needy kids and she's basically doing it all on her own. I That's agree. That's all I want to say. I think, too, I know when I'm around, my, my, my niece and nephew are not far from where those kids are, especially my youngest nephew. Mm-hmm. Um, my, they're a little older than these kids. But when they were younger, anytime someone was the, the circus of attention, the kids would want to be in there, too. So that's what I kind of thought it was. So, so you think like so maybe with the camera, they're filming Kalani. Yeah. So it's not so much maybe needy to mom. Yeah, that's what I, I hope that that's right. That's, I thought, that's kind of what I is thought. Is this her every day of? And I think that is for a lot of moms. Uh, you were you around your your nephews when no, they were that age? No. Yes, I was, and I know that they're. But I mean, they they just to me, I was actually around my nephews quite a bit, and I've been around a lot of young children. I feel like. Like her kids, at least in they're filming them, they seem needier. They're crying a lot. They cry a lot. They seem like fussy kids. Like, and I don't. Mean, I don't mean it's negative at all. I just mean high maintenance. It's a lot, and she's just worn the fuck out. I feel they, for her. They are, and I guess it doesn't matter whether needy or not. It, 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 there's, I don't. There's I, no point. I don't know how much. The point is, we is, feel for Kalani. Yeah, I don't know how much editing is in this. Um, uh. I think it does say a lot that the kids never get out of their pajamas. Yeah. It does say a lot. They're in their, like we, like it, it, it like we kind of made fun of it. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, I you don't, barely have fucking time to comb your hair and eat a fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwich in yeah. the bathroom while you're taking a shit. I think she gets overwhelmed a lot. And I think that's the culture the kids grew up in because yeah. Swaylu's not going to help. Yeah. She needs a partner. She needs, Kalani needs a partner. You know what she needs? What? She needs a lesbian. <laughs> Kalani needs to fuck this shit. That's true. Get a really hot wife. Because women get it done. That's what yep. she fucking needs. She needs to... Uh, I agree. A lesbian would help. Or at least she needs to either move in with... Or the sister needs to move in, and she needs to like pay the sister or pay for the sisters. But the, her sister is closer, but her sister is young and single. Yeah, you're she right. Probably, it's like that's not her responsibility. I, to I guess raise the, kids. her mom does help her some, but I feel like too, kids will, kids will behave how you teach them to behave. So maybe you're right a little bit there. You know how what we, what you'll put up with, kids will run with. Yeah. There's definitely so they just this is the word. they her kids, even her oldest, doesn't seem uh very uh doesn't seem to be good at like self soothing yeah. and kind of being on his I own agree. even just for a little bit. Don't you love two childless gay men talking about parenting? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean really. But I we say that we're all aware. Like, we're, we're aware. And I bring that up in like you're you're saying we're all saying this in the main uh, Kalani. If you're listening, you're probably not. But if you are a Kalani, get support. Yeah. Because I think Kalani is like, she even says like, this has all kind of been on her. And she's trying to like 
she's been processing this and trying to make it work and make it work. That's okay if you need to get support and you're trying to do this all on your own. And it's just, I just hope any other mothers that are like, wow, I'm doing this dance all by myself. Get someone to fucking help you dance with yeah. this. Whether um, it's friends or, ugh. I mean, I think she gets, she's also exhausted from trying to raise another child, which is Three. the person she's yes. married to. Yeah. Yeah. And trying also to kind of figure out where he is emotionally constantly because you never know what you're going to get with him. Yeah, because he said, you know, so basically it's the day after, y'all. They're She's in five. a hotel. She's in a hotel, and he brings, like, flowers and balloons. He um, came back last night. Oh, yeah, there was a big fight. There was a big argument we, that, was, that wasn't on camera. Uh, and because Asuelo heard them, heard, heard Kalani and Kalini talking. Huge fight, mostly because... Uh, Kalani was involving her sister in their business. That's what he said. Which is weird to me in that yet he's mad at Kalani's sister. And this goes back to he is a child who can't be mad at his mom and has to project it on someone else. Right. His family, his own sister, is putting herself into their fucking business. Right. Under the guise of its Samoan culture. But even our Samoan sissies have told us this is some fucked up shit. Yeah. If you guys, P.S., if you haven't seen this meme of that we did that Christina put together uh, with Kalani and Mama Moneybags and Tammy, you need to go check out our Instagram. Well done. Chef's kiss. One of our best ones. It's, we, we do some Whitney it's, Houston work. It's not even us, Don. It's, yeah, I it, agree. It's Christina. She's amazing. Don't walk away from me. <laughs> I wow. doubled over. I did at too. that point. She's she is a she is she's a gift. gifted. She's got a gay gay unicorn whispering in her, it's vo- true. In her ear. Hey girl, you're going to do this now. If you need some, <laughs> why is your gay unicorn southern? Always, um, <laughs> y'all. If you need a good editor, come at her. Uh, come at us, and then we'll we'll be the we'll her be the email address is edit me <laughs> at. Uh, netaddress.com Net, Her address Net, is Netscape.com 20, Yeah, yeah uh, It's 2745 Willow Bend Netscape That's gonna be Newport Beach Um. So he comes back After that After he They had a huge fight He went to his family's house Which is like the wor- It's like backsliding for him Yes And She said Asuelu was saying All this crazy stuff And it was not sounding Like himself and she's talking to their mom on, on her iPad, and the mom's like, you know, you got to think of the kids first, and she wants Asuelo to go to therapy when they get back. And and I wrote down, wow, Kalani's fairy tale is crumbling. Yeah. And it's been really awful before, but y'all, she can even hold it together. Yeah. She's, all those walls are coming down. This is bad. It was sad. She's got two small children. She was crying at the Portland airport in front of, I know exactly, because <laughs> I've been to the airport a lot, uh, in front of the Pendleton, and that's a beautiful store. You shouldn't be crying under there. You should be looking at pretty rugs. Wow. Uh, so he shows up oh, last I night. Say one thing. Mom gives a great piece of advice that I was like, I'm going to remember that. She said, obviously you have to think about everything. But you can only handle one thing at a time. Good idea. Y'all, fucking take that yeah. to heart. Multitasking doesn't exist. No. It's not real. You know real. where that word comes from? 
computers from yep. the nineteen seventies, and computers don't even multitask; they just do it so quickly. You can, it's like poodle with hand yeah. chops. He does it so quickly; <laughs> you think it's all at the same time. You're like, whoa! Did he just finish three of them at one time? Exactly, like a lick of a whistle. <laughs> Wee! Mm. So anyway, yeah, it was. So Asuelu comes back the night before with like, "Hi, baby." And he <clears throat> just bring balloons and uh, the day before the Valentine's, Valentine's day. day. And she's like, fuck I guess that Valentine's fuck that fucking Valentine. What is that song? Fuck, uh, that is um, my baby don't answer my oh, uh, outcast uh, outcast album stank on you. That's a great album. Fuck them Valentines. They do a whole like Valent. Yeah, fuck them <laughs> Val. It's a great. What album. What if I told you that that album is almost fifteen years old? <laughs> I'm not saying it's not a good album. Probably older. <laughs> I don't know why you're mean to me. Don't know why. You act like, yeah, it's a great album. I just bought it last week. You know. So uh, she's she's like, no hug, no kiss when he says that. And she's like, so I guess what happened on February 13th doesn't matter. It's only on today. It's only on today. He's such a he's he's got a brain kind of like a dog. You're not yeah. really thinking about what happened before. No, he's not at all. Um, that's when he tells it like, "I don't want your sister to be involved." Um, and Kalani's kind of like, "Okay, but like she's my sister. Yep. I you know she's my family." <sighs> he doesn't get it, and he keeps saying, "But we are the couple. Right? We work on this together." And I'm like. Yeah, dude, she tried to... Do, now, granted, she was a little gruff about beating the shit out of your sister, so yeah. that wasn't really a great thing to say. But, however, she was trying to come back to you to support you to be a unified front, and yep. instead, you freaked out and went back to your family and undermined her. It did. This, it, that really undermined and her. And this told her what she said of, he's just never going to be what I want to be. Yeah, and she even said, no, just that you. it just tells me that you have problems with strong women. And he yeah. didn't even respond, and that is totally true. He does, and you know, and the mom, mom, and when she was talking to her mom, she's like, "Yeah, dad got over here when he was twelve. It's like so he didn't have that kind of Samoan men are the greatest thing pushed into him as much as Asuelo does." And come at us if you're married to a Samoan guy. We've talked to some Samoan sissies, mostly you get women. Some prom D if you're married to a Samoan but I, guy. We want to talk about. Are, did you have to change your husband, or didn't, does he still have vestiges of that? Um, because that would not fly for most American women. I mean, a lot of our Samoan sisters have said Asuelu's family is extreme. Yeah. So maybe it's kind of like with um, Brittany and Yazan. Like, even though he lives in Jordan and it's pretty progressive, right. his family's like, Brittany just happened to pick the one fucking... <laughs> the most conservative, conservative family in and Jordan. Like, like the town of like fucking West Hollywood. <laughs> she picks the one people that are homophobic. Uh, so they That's are. That's said he'll go to therapy. He doesn't know what that is. I, I don't think it's real to him. I think once he figures out yeah. what it is, he's going to have a big problem. If he even goes. He's going to have to talk about his feelings to another person, which he already is nervous about the sister being involved. But maybe if he goes to a therapist, she'll kind of. maybe No. It's going to go downhill. It is. Uh, <laughs> but it'd be nice so, for him to get diagnosed with uh, whatever's going on. She's basically saying, this is the worst trip of my life on the way there. And he's like, why? Yeah, Just again, you're dog right, memory. You're right. It's really a dog memory. 
dog memory. Just and I think too, he's he's so distanced from the emotional content of what happened. Like he's so he distant. He's distant from his emotions. Period. But yeah, that's a yeah, good way to put it. Like he can't even bring himself to. He even says, "I don't want to talk about what happened on this trip because if I do, I get mad." Okay. Then I don't. Oh, well, have is any, that a I can't threat? do anything with that. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a threat that we should we shouldn't talk so everything stays as, as a detente for us? No, we don't. We don't. Uh, we don't talk about anything, so everything's okay. It's really ugly. With if someone told me, I don't want to talk about this because it makes me mad. I would first of all, I would shoot through the roof, <laughs> and I would say, "Why do you think you want to talk about it?" <laughs> Never tell me not to talk about anything. There better be whoever the man who decides <laughs> to be with you, like. When the phrase, I don't want to talk about it anymore, makes me blivid. Because that means I hear, uh-oh, um, I, can, I, I hear in that phrase, whatever you say doesn't matter to me. Well, and that's a logical phrase, but what's under that, what you feel and what she feels is your emotions aren't important exactly. to me. Exactly. You're and not when, important And to when me. I feel that, you guys, I lose my fucking mind. Seen it, <laughs> and it's it's not good to be on the other side of it. So, and I think honestly, I think the only reason he's kind of like, okay, yeah, we'll go to therapy, and we're, it's because I think Asuelu, uh went and stayed with his family. They were on him about money. He realizes, fuck, I can't do anything on my own. Yeah, the Labrador can't feed itself if Mama doesn't open that can of Alpo and give it to me. True, I think he does love her. But I think the love that that she, that he thinks is real. I think it's like he loves her the way you and I love barbecue. It's like <laughs> it's it's just simple. It's not complicated. You're there. I love you. I'm gonna use you for what you are. I'm except for our, we get heartburn. Yeah. And then when I'm really full, I don't want you around me. <laughs> but. Yeah. Nothing's complicated with the Swaloo. That's true. And not a good way. So, yeah, I don't know how he's going to do therapy. You know, but it was sad because, I mean, to me, not sad, but just she said, she even said, she was like, I'm done. I'm done. She said, the, the producer was like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, I don't think I want to be married anymore. What a thing to say. And, you know, but that's a good question to ask yourself because I've done this with friends that are in relationships or they're like, I don't know. He does this, this, and this. And I say, are you done? And instead of us going back, should I, would have, y'all, it doesn't matter. If you're not done, yeah. you're going to win. If you haven't hit your bottom. Once you're done, you'll be done. Yeah. But, and if you're not, stop trying to rack your brain and say, should I go back or this or that? If you're you'll not know. done. You'll know. You'll know. Yep. And she's, she's, she's done. She's done. Should I love him, but I have to start loving myself and my boys yes, more. Yes, Kalani. Kalani, I want you to get that lesbian vagina <laughs> and now, you raise your kids out on a farm. It is. And you teach them about <laughs> witchcraft <laughs> and crafting. <laughs> That's the life I want for her. Listening be- to Tori Amos and Jill Sabule all the day long. <laughs> Maybe with a little bit of Pat Benatar thrown in. 
and Anna DeFranco. Ooh, I had a lesbian friend who named her cat that. <laughs> That's what you're gonna do. You know, if you name if you name your cat Anna DeFranco and you're a lesbian, know this: you're not going back. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She named her cat Ani. There's there's no going back to heterosexuality for nope. you. Mm-mm. No. No. That's your your flag is planted. Planted. <laughs> Ani DeFranco. Um that's great. Isn't it great? Uh, you know her. I do know her. Shall yeah. we move on? Yeah. I've been hard on Jess. Mostly because I don't know if she's in it as they say in The Bachelor, in it for the right reasons. I don't know if she's in it for just a green card or just to stay in the U.S. Mm-hmm. or to get married to Cole. I don't or think just, she really loved it, him. Or in it for TV time. I, I don't think, know. Yeah. Um, however, you're a fucking winner, winner, chicken dinner, because you're actually flying from Chicago or wherever you are to destroy someone with receipts. And it's amazing. This is, and you're my fucking warrior princess. She's a hero for because this. Because she comes in and brings in, she comes in and all nice. How are you? And she's like, have you seen my receipts today? And we're going to talk about that. So Jess <sighs> is the MVP of this episode. She's the MVP. She flew, she didn't fly from Brazil because I think she was already in the U.S. Maybe. Yeah, 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 because she's still a She still. flew across the country. I think she's in Chicago. Just to destroy someone. Two-hour flight. Just, just to, to destroy, destroy a sociopath. A piece of... Well done, yes. Jess. Golf clap. So, anyway. they first they go to... Um, she lands, and they said... He hasn't told her anything about Vanessa. Yeah, Vanessa. And she basically... He intimates to Vanessa. There's this weird scene. She's like, want some toast? And he's like, I like toast. He's so weird. He's such a sociopath. Yeah. Just, and she's like, well. She's like, are you, she, he's like, are you going to be here when I get back? And she's like, uh, I guess you don't want me to. She just kind of makes a face like yeah. somebody farted. So like, I guess he's going to try to hide her too. So they they meet at, of course, a cat cafe. And I know these places are really in right now. Oh, are they? I've never heard of them. Are you kidding? You haven't no. heard? There's like two in Los Angeles. There are? Yes. You can just go and pet cats? Yes. The problem I have, you guys, is- But that smells. They're serving food in these places and coffee. If there was, a, if there was cat hair on my food, I would flip a table and leave. <laughs> I, I think if you're going to a cat cafe, you you're cat fine about cat fur on your food. I agree. Because I don't think there are litter boxes in the corner where cats are like scratching. And but that's out why litter. I won't get a cat. Yeah. Because well, my some of my family members are very allergic, but I don't want a cat going in a litter box and then seeing them jump up on my kitchen countertop. I'm. You know what? I like cats. They're okay. Oh, I love cats. I just I don't want to eat and drink. You're very allergic. All right. I'm. I'm allergic to cats. I don't want to eat and drink. Around where cats, the idea of holding a cat while I'm eating a corned beef sandwich is so repellent to me. I don't want to do that. Especially a cat I do not know. Especially, she's just holding a stranger cat drinking a coffee. She is. And I'm sure a cat cafe sounds like Shangri-La to a lot of you out there. 
you know, I'm going to pass. Well, you would, your eyes would get puffy and you would yep. start sneezing the entire time. And the same thing. I don't want a dog cafe either. I don't mind visiting dogs or cats. I just don't want to eat in the, in the vicinity or drink. I don't think that eating or drinking in a public place has anything to do with petting animals. <laughs> I love dogs, but I don't like when people take their dog into the grocery store. No. Oh, don't get me started. Do not get me started. Oh, God. Don't get me started. I had a... I, I too late. Witnessed, too I late. Witnessed, oh, God. I witnessed a dog one time in my Ralph's, which is a... Y'all, which is, we're which not kidding. Service we, animals oh, only. God. Service animals only, and you have to have them displayed. A woman with a fucking, like, boxer... On a and it was the boxer was completely neurotic and crazy. the The boxer like ate um ate like there was some stuff on the floor from the the uh the salad bar. The boxer was like licking up something on the floor, and the boxer was like sniffing up to uh and and the, or like licking my hand like all up in my business. Don't don't bring your dogs to the grocery store. Don't let them down. That's gross. No one needs that. And you know what? You can come the fuck for me because I will fully defend that. Are you done? I am. You're fine. You're not fine with dogs in the grocery oh, store Oh, no, either. it's gross. But yeah. no. But again, y'all, done. we weren't kidding when we did that commercial for that groceries <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I have a Poodle lot to say about grocery very passionate stores. about groceries. I have a lot to say. If the grocery people are listening, they should have Poodle on. Mm-hmm. They could have a discussion. Oh, yeah. Have me on, you guys. I could talk to you about... How to get certain products and without without them having to label you a problem. <laughs> Which I think I'm already labeled a problem at the three or four grocery stores yes. around me. Yep, you are. Oh, speaking of, we talked about this on our Patreon, but y'all, I'll put in a show link. But I guess it on my friend uh, Leon's podcast, Everyone is Terrible. We talked about housewives and all this. Everyone is terrible. This fun pop culture shit. So I had, he used to host Bravo Bitch on uh, After Buzz. So we'll put the show link. Y'all can listen to that show. I it's like a short he's homosexual. Minutes. Oh, yeah. Okay, just checking. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, if he's not, he probably needs to tell his wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. He's got a husband. Oh, he, I'm telling you, I want you to be on his show, too, because okay. I think you'll like him. You'll have fun. Okay. Anyway, y'all, check I watched, that at show. I watch some Bravo. I watch Below Deck. That's we about all I watch. About, oh, well, you have to, we didn't talk about just Bravo. We talked about that. We also talked about uh, a little bit about Ellen. We talked also about uh, we. Uh, there was a big Bella Thorne ruined OnlyFans for everybody. Yeah. Because she uh, hoodwinked everybody out right. of like $2 million. So he talks about everything kind of like people being terrible for the week. I had to look up. It literally up, is one of your favorite things. I had to look up who Bella Thorne was. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. She was like a Disney star or some shit like that. You know. Now she's on OnlyFans. I don't got time for you, Bella Thorne. Anyway, but we talk about Dorinda. Who's leaving? Yeah, who I really want Jake to have that wig. Oh, it's a great wig. And I talked about my y'all don't pull don't over. Don't pull over. Talked about my problem with her makeup. And also we talked. The Countess has a new song. Have you heard that song? No, but they're all musical abortions. They're. This is like first of don't all. Don't pull over. Her singing voice is so low. <laughs> it's. it's I like, have heard some of the singles. It's called Diva. It's like D- Viva Diva. Oh, that sounds absolutely awful. And at awful. one part, she's like, she was like, she says, um, something, something, love me, just like this fur, I'm cruelty free. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all think that when you're in the studio, the, the, uh, is there any way you can be serious about it? 
I'd be like, yeah, that's great. Do another take. And I think I'd be so high. What if I was paying you $5,000 an hour? I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, even that, I'm like, yeah, can we, can we, can we say cruelty free? Could you not do vibrato on that? But, you know, here we are making a podcast about fucking 90 Day Fiance. So Yeah, here we are. And this is high art, y'all. It is. So y'all check this out that podcast. high fucking art. High Not that movie art. with Ali Sheedy about lesbians. We've got that some other crossovers coming up, too. You're scheduling them, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm scheduling 420 Fiance. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen. There you, there's your announcement, y'all. Probably there's going to be a 420 Fiance crossover. Probably not this week, but probably the next week and maybe drop soon They're after fun. that. Um, His voice is cute too Huh? The guy? Yeah Yeah He's straight I know <laughs> It doesn't matter to you But still If he gets a little high Wouldn't he let <sighs> us get, Do a little bit with his dick? We can talk to Miles about that And you know There's something about the name I, Miles I, I just it, love that name I think name. it feels a little rapey When we talk about it Yeah so, I don't want to be rapey But have yeah, you ever too met late. Too Have late. you ever met a Miles Who's not hot? You know what? I haven't They're always hot and artistic um, I dated a Miles one time. A jazzer? No. Uh, he's kind of a nerdy guy, scientist. Oh, okay. I dated him for about mm, month. That was a long <laughs> one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I'm surprised you weren't engaged. You know, y'all, <laughs> dating for a month in gay is like five months. It is like five months. Yeah. Because that means you're... You're literally, and after like three dates, you kind of are somewhat exclusive. So that's saying, I'm not going to fuck anybody else. That's a big deal. That's like two years for you because you hate people. <laughs> I hate people because as your podcast says, everyone is terrible. Everyone is terrible. Check it out. Y'all will put in a link. Speaking of terrible, terrible people. So going back. So Colt, so they leave. They're at the cat cafe. At the cap, and she does, We need to talk about this. Yo, yeah. They're at the cat cafe. And so she says, he says, what's bothering you? And she says, is that when she says, that's when she's like, how's your dick today? She's like, did you send any pictures today? <laughs> and he's like, what? She's like, she's like Picasso right here. She's, she's like, how's your dick today? She's like, oh, my name's Colt. Here's my dick. Hi, happy Sunday. <laughs> no, Here's my dick. This is the best. She's got her own, like, she's got her own little, like, Who's on first routine? <laughs> she's like, she's like, good morning, my dick. How are you today? Here's my, my dick. dick. Good night. Oh, I forgot. Here's my dick. <laughs> you know, I respect this bitch. You know Mad it's good when I'm respect. You know it's good when I'm upset. I didn't watch it with you. I, There'd be these moments that happen every once in a while. I screamed when she said, "How's your dick today?" I went. <gasps> Because y'all, moments like that are is like are like a blood to a vampire for me. And Colt is speechless. He's because you he can, can't even apologize. He shocked for him. the sociopath. Yeah, you well, yeah. He is shocked. He says in a test, his confessional, he's like, "Oh, I did send some dicks. I'm mortified." But to her, yeah, he never admits anything. He's like he like stares at her, and you can almost see his eyes like slot machines trying to come up. With the right thing to please her. Two cherries. Two bars. Trying to figure out a way but, to... And it was, I just made a slot machine reference. And it's, and it's effective. Well, he has one in his house. Exactly. That's where I was going. 
Well, and that is what's kind of where we see the fucked upness of cult. Y'all, yep. a normal person would say, you know what? I think our interaction is going to end today at this cat cafe. Yeah. But Colt still wants... <laughs> Just that sentence is so disturbing to me. <laughs> I think our right action is going to end today at this Some cat cafe. Some independent movie was filmed in a cat cafe. <laughs> oh my God, have you seen... Did you see the clip of someone posted where Chevelle's in like a 20-minute movie from Love After Lockup? <laughs> no! Is it awful? It's one of the best horrible things I've ever seen in my life. Mm. It's like... She fancies herself an actor, huh? It is. They're all terrible. This, it is one of the worst pieces of shit I have ever seen. And y'all, I have done improv theater <laughs> and seen a lot of improv classes. And I've seen your improv shows, so I can <laughs> agree. True. Y'all, I'm telling you, go to the city. If someone posted in our squad, it's fucking hilarious. I need, well, first of all, I've, I've said she's the most deluded person it's like on her with the gun, like trying to be like, oh. shoot, then her in a hot tub and a girl's going to shoot her. And she's like, please, don't shoot me. It's what's, a lot of overreaction. What's the wig status like? It's like a cute red one. Oh, so it's maybe someone styled it. There's like the token gay guy in it. Oh, wow. It's bad. <laughs> I just wonder, I wondered if that was because her wig styling, it's always a little too far back. Oh, All of her wigs. I didn't notice that part. Okay, I didn't notice. That's Chevelle from Love After Lockup. Love After Lockup, Love after lockup y'all. Um, anyway, Ooh. so he he told all these girls. She's like, "You've been talking to eight girls." So apparently, eight girls contacted her. I don't know how they. I don't know. I guess how they either. saw her on his Instagram, and because everybody by this point he's famous. Yeah, and so they're like, "Hey, your boyfriend sent me his dick." Yeah. And so eight you girls. You get a dick. You get a dick. You get a dick. That's cold. So in a month, which is basically like two per lunar week. Um, <laughs> I mean, he was he was he was sending. That's a lot of y'all. Even I don't he, send that many dick pics that's out. A, I was just gonna say that's a lot for a gay guy. That's to a send. lot. That's a lot of dick pics. Send eight out in a, a month. Hopefully you're uh, you're locking those back up. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta. You got y'all. If you're gonna do apps, you gotta lock and relock those pictures. Lock your number. Lock, lock it on the telephone. That's our single. That's single. Girl power. It's a summer summer song. <laughs> very very empowering. Song of the summer. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That Darcy. was one of the funniest lines. <laughs> it's a song of the summer. Anyway, um, so and Apollonia's pizza. <laughs> Um, I love her. She's like, "Oh, Colt, you blush. Why? Oh, y'all, she came here. Your dick. She came here to read this motherfucker for that filth. Was, that was great. Good morning. Here's my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, my dick. How are you, my dick? Good night. I forget. Oh, my dick. My dick. <laughs> what does you have on your legs? I scratched my leg. What the hell is that? I don't that? know." Did the world just end? That sounded like a truck. (laughs) I thought it was like the end of like Avengers and they were coming. Oh, and he snaps his fingers. Yes. Uh, So she does say, Colt says, well, you and I have some problems. And she says, you need a doctor. Yeah. Y'all, I thought that she was kind of cuckoo crazy. But she's standing up for herself and getting and like for all the women he's fucked over. She is standing I'm up for herself. I'm loving it. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she's like, I need to get out of this cat cafe right now because I'm not really into Jess humiliating me in public. <laughs> so we take, but again, that's where normally it would end at the cat cafe. Yeah. And you would say, have a good life. But this is his sociopath, like the yeah. shit. He wants to bring her back to her house because he still wants to tell her about Vanessa yeah. and make her feel like shit. And I think, too, yet yeah, very true. And he says, he says in a confessional, or maybe to her, I didn't know if we were really in a relationship because you kept fighting and blocking me. And which basically justifying him sending his dick pic to eight other girls because it was her fault. And she was because like, no, she you blocked. was miscommunicating. Yeah, and she said, actually, you blocked me on Instagram first. Gaslighting motherfucker, Gaslighter. y'all. Yeah. So they're going back to his house. He takes no responsibility. And she, she even says, I'll try for your mom, for Debbie, not for you. So she has more allegiance to Debbie than Colt. Which I guess maybe it's a TV thing of why she wanted, because I wouldn't have gone back. I would have been uh, bye. I think it was a TV thing. I think so too. But I think Jess is in with this the same thing. She wants to stick it to him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Jess, uh, Debbie comes in carrying green grapes and strawberries. Well, green grapes, red grapes, and strawberries. Here's the problem. Oh, God. If you're going to lay these out, number one, she's got green grapes over on the side. This is just proper entertaining. True. Green grapes, then purple grapes slash red grapes, then strawberries. You need to separate the purple and the red. The green grape should have gone in the middle. I agree. With that. Then I, I I had a really visceral reaction because I this bitch can entertain. I know how to do this, y'all. Also, Usually she just pops the grate out of her asshole. <laughs> pop pop boop like Priscilla Queen of the yeah. Desert with ping pong balls. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's my parlor trick. Um, however, the fact she, Jess is vegetarian, you can serve some cheese. You need to serve more. If you're going to serve hors d'oeuvres. I don't know what to serve you. That's the worst Mother Debbie I've ever heard. She's, she's like, you didn't make beef stew? She's like, no. Half the time, him and his mother communicate in the weirdest shorthand. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It's like a dial-in for murder shit. It is. So, anyway, uh, she's like, nice to see you. And I went, this is so awkward. They're just kind of sitting there. Yeah. And she looks over. She's like, I like your slot machine. Uh, and I like your decorations. And they're like two what random weird puppets <clears throat> on top. She's like, thanks. Just played it earlier. <laughs> Didn't pay out. And so, now if you notice, Jess is being so nice. Really nice. So sweet. So sweet. And Colt's like, thanks for making these grapes. And then at one point, she just turns to Colt and says, you're a really great actor. Hollywood need Colt. Curtain drops. Da 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 da. That starts, was amazing. It was amazing. She just switched. You're great. She said, and then she starts in. She says to Debbie, eight girls in one month. Do you want to see? Do you want to see? see the I have all the seats. And Debbie's like, Gah, Gah. she shut down Mother Debbie. Yeah, like, I'm telling you, Debbie left the room and did not know what to do. And I, I don't know if you saw this too, but. Even the mole on Debbie's face had a reaction. <laughs> Mama, be scared. Mama, I don't know what to do. Mama, call me. Mama, give me a licky. I don't want to see his 
it, the only thing that can vanquish Mother Debbie is the asp the 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 prospect of seeing his her son's penis. <laughs> so Debbie runs. Thank you, Pee Wee. Thank you, Pee Wee. Debbie runs Run. from the room. Literally like bolts. Bolts. Y'all don't pull over again. God damn it! You know they're Hell saving lives. Grace, you're the right. Lord is with thee. Um. So she, yeah, she completely beelines out of there. And then uh, Colt's like, you know... I've been bad to you. I've been bad to you. I'm, I apologize. She's like, I know I haven't been a very good boyfriend. And then, so well, I'm going to... What, what are you saying? Did you notice the way he says it? Yeah, it was so flat. It's so... And, serial killer. Yeah. I've been bad to you. Adjust glasses. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a bad person. Crinkle my eyes and look concerned. I wonder if he rehearses things in He's, the mirror. Yes. I, be- yes. I bet he does. Yes. Yes. And tries to act if like I was a person. Closer to you, I would hit you because you were right, but I'm too far away and I'm lazy. Uh, because I feel like that's a thing you see a sociopath do yes. is to rehearse things rehearse, in the mirror because they have to emulate things because yeah. they can't make emotion themselves. Mm-hmm. So then, you guys, he says, "But I need to tell you something. Vanessa's been here. She's moved in, and she says no. And that's how the episode kind of ends. She said bullshit." And and if there were any justice in the world, she would grab that puppet that's sitting on top of the slot machine and beat Colt to death with it. Yeah, because that's what she wants to murder him now, y'all. She wants to murder him. She really should Which, murder him. I hope she doesn't complete out. I don't want her to lose her upper hand, but I'm afraid this might make her crumble. Oh, I think he had to say this to her because he knew he had no power. This is to make her spiral. That's the only reason he took her back home. Yeah. He wanted this. Again, y'all, this is what people that are abusers do. Yeah. He was in a neutral ground. Yeah. He took her back to his home turf where he knew he could get mom if he needed her to gang up on him to just completely undermine. He is a, y'all, if you're a, please don't ever, he's such a piece of shit. Well. He would kill you. I think it's to a point. I don't even know if he would do that. I get freaked out by him. I think it's such a pathology. He needs to be the good guy at all times. Yeah. Yeah. I think he would destroy you emotionally. He would never get his hands dirty enough to kill you. If he came for his mother, he would go he would have a spark of rage and hit you over with like a pot. Maybe. I I just think he's he's the most dangerous emotional There's underlying anger and like towards women. In in that. Yeah. You know, he hates I, women. He hates women because he hates his mother. Because his yep. mother belittled him his whole life. Yep. And he has no father, he probably thinks, because of his mother. Yeah. And I so, agree. therefore, he puts that out. But he can't hate his mother because she's the only person that loves him. Yep. Or at least think. There you go. <laughs> Problem solved. Case closed. Send us a check, Cole. <laughs> That's the Perry Mason theme. Oh. That's pretty awful. That hurt my I don't voice. Know if they play that new. One. I've only like two episodes in on the new one, but I don't think they've. Ever... I haven't watched it yet. Is it good? I like, it's a slow. It's a I slow. love him though. I love Tatiana Maslany's one of my <gasps> favorite actors. I forgot that she's in she that. Is, she plays I like just... basically like the crazy uh, cult religion leader. I just did a gay gasp. You, you did. Guys. Tatiana Maslany's a wonderful. <laughs> I just it's hurt myself. Be- it, you know what? It's great. I 
great actors. Also, um, if you're just from L.A., it just is so nostalgic of L.A. And so, or if you like L.A. And when you're from here, like I love watching that come stuff. I like L.A. I love <laughs> L.A. Um, shall we move on to Andre, Andre. and Libby? Andre and Libby. Not a ton. Let, this is, really, it was kind of like a... Be, yeah, this could be bookended with one thing. Libby's shitty family finds out Andre may not be a bad person, but doesn't care because they want to Vilify destroy him. him. Yeah. In, yeah, in Libby's eyes. Basically, yeah. They're going on this tour to do wine, and basically they're all like... They're seeing how Moldovia in this cute yeah. little village. That donkey was cute. I know that Did donkey you see that was donkey cute. Donkey wag its it's tail. All like, all like it looked like a stuffed animal. I know. I want a donkey, <laughs> and I would just call that's it donkey. First, that's the first time you've ever said you wanted a piece of ass. <laughs> <laughs> well played. There you go. Or that I usually don't say I want a donkey dick. <laughs> True. Talking about a man's genitals. Um, there's some nice quotes on the bus where uh, Jen's like, wait, we're making wine and then we're drinking it. And Elizabeth's like, no, you've got to age it for like six, six months. months. And, and Andre's like, yeah, it's juice if you just make it. Oh, uh, Jen, you, Jen stupid might, on the bus Jen goes be- round and round, <laughs> round and round. It's hard deciding which one of these kids is the worst. Jen's it's awful. Aw- she's awful. And, uh, and you don't know. Are she you comes dumb? A- are you just that privileged and just. I think she's just. She's just obnoxious. She's got a mugshot, too. Yeah. They all do. They all do. Yeah. They're all Except criminals. They're all criminals. They're all criminals. Um, and which is which you think. Wait, where would they get this? Where would they have these feelings of not trusting Andre? Oh, because you're a fucking crime family. Yeah, they don't trust you. And you don't trust your own family yeah. members, probably. So, uh, Charlie's like, yeah, there's a lot of pretty girls in here. Did you date a lot, Andre? Why don't you, you decide to date an American girl? Uh, uh. Here, got a bump of coke I can sniff? Yep. Because you know I did a lot of coke lot in college. Of- probably went to <sighs> University of Florida, and I was doing coke off a stripper's <laughs> asshole. <laughs> probably not even asshole. Uh, that's how that's my um, Charlie voice, y'all. I texted Kyle from Cray Cray, and I was just like, "I hate Charlie so much. I love that you go in on him." And Kyle responded and says, "He looks like a Bob's Burger character, the most Karen male I've ever seen." <laughs> and he that does look fair. like a Bob's Burger character. That is fair. He does. <laughs> y'all, that's Kyle from Cray Cray. Kyle called it <laughs> Bob's Burger. <laughs> they really are like. <gasps> you know, the family Libby make me so ashamed to be a white person. Me too. Actually. I, I think honestly, to be a white American, yeah, person. to be a white American I go, person. I hope people don't think that yeah, I'm this way. That it, it's like the worst of them. Yeah, it's the worst of them. It's they the are. worst of us. Yes. Yeah, they are. Um. That's why. That's why they trigger me so much. I think. Oh yeah. That's and why that they, they tr- come for Andre, my king. <laughs> you know, you know they trigger me, and uh, they trigger me in the same way of like it's on a different spectrum, but it's like they're like entitled American athletes. But then there's also people that are like 
white people that can't do anything and and like are just um, we get this some in L.A. that kind of like just fake. Uh, I don't like, want to do that. And I don't want to do this. And like I don't want to see beyond my own perspective. That it's like the same trigger of that. Yep, I think I agree. Just, it, I'm like, oh god, do people think I'm like that? Well, it's the same thing we talked about before. They've never left Tampa, y'all. Never. They may have. They, I don't think any of them ever left the country. Really, travel. Why do the wrong people travel, travel, travel? Why the right people stay at home? It's a Cole Porter song. Oh, look at that! It's basically about all the asshole tourists. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> when the good people stay at home, yeah, I got that. Uh, anyway, anyway, so they they all so y'all then they have a fun time. They all have they all make wine. It's Chuck, fun, and Andre and Andre set this up. He did. Chuck starts stomping on grapes. Question for you, Poodle. What do you think the I want to ask you? I can't believe you're asking me this because I wrote this down to ask you this what? exact question of what would this taste like? <laughs> me too. Okay, we've been doing this too long. <laughs> okay, so if Chuck is stomping wines, let's think on this. Um, what does the wine taste like that that smells like Chuck's feet? Okay, um, it's a mixture, really. It's a mixture of tomato juice, okay, canned salmon, okay, and that pink kind of thing they would sprinkle on vomit when you would oh, to yeah. clean up vomit uh-huh. that, in yeah. the um, in the elementary school vomit um, powder. So, interestingly enough, I said. I thought it's going to smell like um, a week old pop dart that's stuck in the toaster. <laughs> yeah, I think that's still good. <laughs> uh, I eat that. That's already been cooked, so it's a week old. I eat pop- it again, y'all. It's a pop tart. It's breakfast pastry. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably eat it. A uh, week old pop tart, um, fried chicken that's about a month old. That I have not. And then to eat. this is where I agreed with you, as I said, athlete's foot powder. Oh. Close. That's what I thought. Yeah, I've never smelled that. What does that smell like? My I'd... brother, he was sports. It was like very like medicated. Oh, oh, talky. You remember that? Like kind puke... of sits in the back of your. Remem- I remember that vomit. Powder. Remember that puke powder? They just had to like Felicia th- Hendon threw up one they... day in the hallway, <laughs> and I remember the janitors had to spray You'd it on there. Just like throw it on there, and it kind of make it congeal. Yeah, so you could just like sh- like scrape it up with a shovel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An interesting life. <laughs> what happened to Felicia? Whatever Henry? happened to puke powder? Whatever happened? So okay. oh, we called it hurl powder. So what? So now they're having a good time. They're having a good time. Even Charlie and Andre are kind of like wrestling. I was going to ask you that. So clearly, we would not drink Chuck's wine. No. However, would you drink Andre and Charlie's wine? <sighs> This is tough. Because think about it. It's got Andre's beautiful feet. This is tough because this really is Sophie's choice. <laughs> oh. Do I do I take the chance of tasting Andre's feet wine with Charlie's like cokey, gross, like chapped feet? Mm-hmm. Ugh. You know what? I'm going to hope everything just ferments, and I would drink it in a second. 
I'd gurgle it before you might get, I had the chance. You might, it might be more potent because you might get a little bit of cocaine that's sprinkled from his that's nose true. in there. You might get yeah. a little high. Might get a little high. I think I'd drink it too. I'd drink it. I'd drink it. Because I would totally hate fuck Charlie, y'all. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I couldn't. I and a, in a second, I would hate fuck Charlie. Really? He's so not attracted to me, I couldn't even hate fuck him. Uh, the concept of hate fucking has nothing to do with attractiveness. <clears throat> That's true. I would only like want to blow him if he would feel a lot of shame about who he is. That's the point of hate fucking. Yeah. yeah. The point of hate fucking is when you take a little bit of satisfaction in knowing that you fuck this person even though you don't want to, and you're fucking them out of spite for yourself. I want to move on because I feel like bad people. <laughs> <laughs> come at us if you've hate fucked someone. Oh, please don't because I know y'all have. <laughs> no, I'm going to come at it. Boy, that's going to be a live thread. And this is not, this is not like a rapey thing. No. This is, this is about agreeing <clears throat> to do something out of spite. Yeah. Y'all, I've done, half my life's been out of spite. It's true. Um, um, he's only doing this podcast because someone said he <laughs> they couldn't. Some, someone said you you can't do a podcast. I'm like, I'll prove you wrong. A couple years later, <laughs> four years later, uh, I'm like, perhaps I miscalculated. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I'll do to prove someone wrong? It's true. It is. Boy, that's the truth. So they go to wine. They all have a good good time, and then they then we get a meeting with Marcel, Charlie, Jen, and Chuck. And this is basically where we find out yep. his family's a piece of shit. Now, um, this is the worst shakedown ever, by the way. Yeah, this is shakedown. This exact amateur it. bad detectives. It's bad. So I actually several weeks ago, I don't know if you ever did, but I actually did. I kind of like got into. I read like for fifteen minutes on Wikipedia all about Moldova, and it talked a lot about the police oh, yeah. force and everything. That's so <clears throat> a lot of Eastern Europe, especially the former Soviet. I know. Republics. I just wanted to know about yeah specifically, and we talked a little bit how y'all. This is a very the government in this country is very new. Yeah. And, um, but yes, and Marcel talked about this. This is a very corrupt police force. Right. And it started to get better, but it's still a lot of corruption. And so basically they're finding out that Andre was a policeman. Right. And that he was asked to d- And Marcel do says things. he was asked to do something, and he's like, yeah, I'm kind of tired of it. And he, no, he couldn't. He Marcel says... They they kind of he felt trapped, yeah. So that's why they went to Ireland to kind of start over, yeah. And I like it that family Libby basically says, "Well, he's still hiding something." So that tells you guys their idea. Uh, if it's not cut and dry, they don't understand it. Well, if it's not something that makes Andre look like shit, right? They don't understand it. Because he apologized to them, and they didn't even take that either. They're the worst people. They will never admit that Andre did something right. No. Never. I think, too, because Andre will always be honest, even if he's a shitty person. He will be honest. Because he he doesn't lie to them. He says, I don't want to talk about it. He could have just made up a lie. He has this kind of code. Yeah. And because Andre is kind of like this weird symbol of honesty and he's not going to pander to them, which I think maybe Libby's other boyfriends did, mm-hmm. and everyone around them panders to them because they have money. Mm-hmm. And they hate that. Yeah. And it's just, Andre represents everything that makes them weak, that, that weakens them. You know who Chuck is? Chuck 
is Paul with money. Hmm. I think Chuck is smarter than Paul. But I mean, but, yeah. but the way that Paul likes to use power to lord over someone and feel so, so uh, someone feels inferior, so they feel better about themselves. Yeah. That is why, like, it, the worst thing that it could ever happen to Paul would be to get money. Oh, that's never going to happen. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, he'll blow it. He'll yeah. blow it on emergency supplies for the <laughs> for the um uh, or Kingdom some kind of poop rapture. water yeah. poop water filter. Yeah, see, Karini poop water, which we're going to see, I think, next yeah. week. So, and even Marcel finally is like, you guys are asking the same question over and over. They're not asking the right questions, yeah. though. Yeah, it's, uh, and so basically, you guys, Charlie is trying to say that Andre is doing something wrong, and, and but even, even Jen is like, who's orange as she can be, Jen's like, so maybe he left the country because he didn't want to be involved in corruption, and Charlie's like, no, I don't think that's it at all. Yeah, yeah Charlie, yeah, I don't believe that at all. Um, yeah, you're right. It's the same question. So basically, uh, Jen even asked if 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 he left the if you guys both left the country so not to be involved in criminal behavior, and which is an interesting and question. And Marcel's like, I don't want to answer that right now, y'all. He still lives there. Yeah. And then he says in his testimony, y'all, I'm going to use this fucking quote. And Mar says, when you start dancing, you are dancing until the end. Right. And it's it's kind of feels a little mafia like. Yes. And the thing is, you guys, if you're in a police force and you're complicit in something that's going on, you have to keep saying yes, yes, and then when you say no, you're out. And then who knows what can happen when you say no as many times. Well, and also, too, Andre's not thinking about himself. No. He's thinking about his family who still lives in Moldova. Or Moldova Thank you. Who know that people could find out what he fucking said because yep. he's on a fucking American television show. Because to be honest, you guys, Andre's an asshole. But but he he's gonna love his family and protect his family above yeah. all else. He is. These people will turn on Libby's family. Don't pull will, over again. Okay, this is like the third one. There's and there's Airwolf. We're living in a police state. That was an ambulance. Oh, God bless. <laughs> God bless them. That's all I've got. I was, what I was just going to say is uh, Andre is is above all is to pre- preserve his family. And the family Libby is just like, how can I fuck over my next person? How can, yeah. How yeah. can I look? It's all how can I look good? How can we look smart? How can we look powerful? How can we look? They're really, you guys, they're the worst they're the worst family. I don't know. We haven't seen the family Chantal yet, <laughs> which is coming on soon. Um, boy, we don't want to talk about that. Y'all let us know, though, because when is that coming on? Um, sometime in September? Maybe. Is it taking the place of the other way that's leaving? I don't know. Maybe we'll be, we'll be hit by a comet by then. So, <laughs> y'all, let us know. If y'all really Lord come be at merciful. it, merciful. We what we'll to see? We don't know if we have time for it, but we might talk about it. We'll see. Do you like that family? I like that husband. Really? He's hot. I find that family so. There's something about them that's so fake. I I can barely. No, you mean you mean uh, you mean Pedro. Pedro, not her father. No, Pedro. Okay. 
Pedro no, and Pedro's, the, I'd beg for it. Pedro and the sports shorts. Oh, just, y'all, that's a thick dick. Just a I'm going to tell you, that's a thick dick. A thick dick. Thick dick. And on that note, that's the show, everybody. <laughs> so, y'all, you can go to 90daygays.com. You can find out all of our other shows. Please sign up for our newsletter. We only send it out once a month. We don't, it just, yep. <clears throat> we're doing some things. We give you updates in there. We have Poodle's Proclamations. We have Maddie's Musings. It's your month this time because I gave my yep. summer reading, or my summer listening list. We're also going to start albums. doing some uh, ways that we thought of incorporating some sissy, uh, kind of some, not a spotlight, but it's, but like some, highlight some sissies in the newsletter as well. I like that idea. And what's going, well, you had it. We talked about it. <laughs> That's why I like it. Jesus. So anyway, y'all, so come at us on that. I have these ideas and I forget them. No shit. And sign up for that newsletter and then you'll get that once a month. Um, Again, thank you to Jackie and Chris and Andrea, our fearless Facebook moderators. Come at us on our private Facebook group, The Sissy Squad, as Poodle says. We have fun in there. We have fun in there. Do you think my legs are stronger than your legs? No. And so (laughs) last thing you can do. Look at them. If you want to make us really happy. And Poodle's drunk on high noon and vodka. Maybe. Leave us a review. Go to Apple Podcasts. Leave five stars. And if you don't know what to write, then just write. Keep going, Queens. Nothing makes Poodle happier. And y'all, if you want to come and say blah, 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 you want to leave a one star review, don't even bother. You can come at me personally and tell me all the things that are wrong with me. I don't think we've had one later recently. We haven't. Yeah, so... Because we have lovely, lovely listeners. We do. Unless we're chewing on a cough drop. But you know what? We've got to get through Darcy and <laughs> I've Stacey. I've tried to be better. So fuck off. My allergies are nuts. When we're doing Darcy and Stacey, all bets are off. I agree. All right, y'all. Remember, we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love, poodle? Yes. And if you've, and if you've said, good morning, here's a dick. <laughs> How are you? Here's my dick. Good night. Oh, I forget. Here's my dick. Close. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 